Dusk fell once more at the hotel as Leonard Greyjoy walked around the halls of the hotel doing his rounds. A bored gaze was etched on his face as it seemed that he was coping with the monotony of the job. Greyjoy heard a phone call coming to his cell phone as he pulled it from his pants. He looked around cautiously and quickly answered the phone as the shadow seemed to twist behind the unknowing room attendant. The light of two piercing blue eyes hid out of the way as Agent Christian Hawk, now in the guise of the Night Child, eavesdropped the entire conversation. Leonard spoke softly as to not arouse suspicion. Hello? Yeah, I'll be making it after the ceremony. Bringing my black robes, yes. No, I will not be late this time, I promise. Who's he talking to? Is there anything else? Okay, I'll see you tonight. Greyjoy hung up his phone, put it back in his pocket, and swiftly walked towards his destination. The night child contorted the shadows to hide himself and follow the unsuspecting prey. Ten minutes later, Leonard walked out of the hotel after his shift towards his car. The night child bounded and slunk his way following him, watching his every move. It was an Audi R8 a car no way he could afford in the salary he had, and stepped inside. The shadows enveloped the car from behind as the night child entered into the back seat as he was oblivious to what was going on. He pulled out of the parking spot and into traffic. Twenty minutes later, Leonard pulled into a townhouse in a nicer neighborhood outside of the city limits. He got out of the car and quickly ran into the townhouse. No way he lives here alone. He doesn't get paid enough to own a house like this. Maybe dear old dad. While he was in the house, the night child had time to look throughout his car for any clues. I have a sneaking feeling that I'm going to have to come back to this place. He found a booklet in the back seat of the car. It was blue, and on the front of it had the same symbol that Leonard had on his wrist. It said, Guide to the Inner Workings of the Ordo Vitalis. Ordo Vitalis? the hell is that? That might be useful later. The night child thought as he turned to see Leonard Greyjoy come back out of the house several minutes later, wearing a black robe with a hood. The night child put the pamphlet down and slinked back into the shadows of the back seat. They left the house and headed towards the docks and warehouses back in downtown Chicago. When he arrived, Leonard got out of the car and was greeted by other men wearing the same type of robes. From the view of the back seat, the night child noticed that there was nothing out of the ordinary. As the men walked away from Greyjoy's souped-up car, 
This was the night child's chance to slink out of the back seat. Like intangible black ink, he followed them closely, hugging the darkness as well as the shadows. They were oblivious, and that is what the night child wanted. When he entered the warehouse, it was almost as if Nightchild entered a different world. He decided that a higher viewpoint was needed as a shadowy figure climbed swiftly up into the rafters. Below it reminded him of a church congregation waiting for the service to start as people stood around talking. At least 50 of them all dressed in the same black robes as Greyjoy. This wasn't a church though, at least not a church that glorified God, at least not a God he knew of. In the middle of the room, there was a table with folded black robes, a dagger, and a large black book in the center. Almost all the people in there were wearing the black robes except for one, who was wearing an orange robe with ornate writing upon it. Greyjoy seemed to want a place close by to the action that was coming and walked over toward the table area. An intense hatred seemed to wash over the night child as he thought. Something's not right. I feel uncontrollable hatred for what I'm seeing down there. It's not from me in general, but it's coming from the cloak of night that I wear. It's like I'm watching a sacrilege unfold. This isn't how I normally feel. The man wearing the orange rose raised his arms to get the attention of the others in the room. Everybody fell silent. The lights went out as the doors of the warehouse were closed and the windows above the warehouse were blocked. It was pitch black as could be. If the night child couldn't see in pitch black darkness, it would be a panic to behold. The doors opened as a solitary man, not in robes carrying a lit, solitary candle, walked into the unholy sanctuary. The solitary man found another member in the darkness and lit his candle, as a chain reaction of newly bathed candlelight enveloped the room from one talus to another. Nightchild saw that a new person was guided into the room afterwards. He was a stark, naked man, and blindfolded, as two other men guided him to the man with the orange robes. The orange-robed man stuck his hand out to the initiate. The initiate kissed the hand of the orange-robed man and knelt before him in supplication. The man in the orange robes finally spoke. As dragon of the city of Chicago, I find this an honor and a privilege to guide your path this very night. He grabbed the black book and placed the initiate's hand upon it. Initiate of Light, do you freely of your own will and volition wish to join the ranks of our esteemed Ordo Vitalis? Yes, dragon. Do you swear, Omerta, that if you betray or wrong the Order or its members, that you render your privileges null and void and your life forfeit? From the perspective of the Night Child, it looked as though the Initiate mulled over the question first, but then answered the dragon. I do. I swear, Omerta. Do you pledge to swear that the operations of the Order Vitalis shall remain secret to all of those not of the Order, not even of your family? I will. The dragon grabbed the dagger and cut the initiate on the chest as blood trickled down the wound. The initiate winced. The dragon then cut himself. He then placed his wound upon the chest of the initiate and the night child watched as both wounds disappeared. The dragon pulled the hooded black robe from the table and clothed the initiate in the raiment. 
Through blood you enter our order, and through blood you shall also leave. Welcome to the Ordo Vitalis Brother Initiate. The unholy congregation gave a thunderous applause as the Initiate's blindfold was finally taken off. The dragon placed his hand upon the newly initiated member's shoulders. I have been told that you wish to enter the monetary side of the order, correct? Indeed, Dragon Pastale. The dragon pointed over to several men who were at another table adorned with tattoo equipment. Then go over to the table and receive the symbol. The initiate walked over to the table and revealed his chest. The other men proceeded in tattooing the initiate with the symbol of the Ordo Vitalis over where his heart would be. It was the same tattoo that Leonard Greyjoy had on his wrist. From the rafters, unknown from the congregation below, the night child watched onwards. He knew that he could probably kill everyone in this room, but that would not give Solomon Chase justice, regardless of whether he deserved it or not. This has to be the organization that killed Solomon Chase, and now I have to find proof. Several hours later, the night child watched as Leonard Greyjoy came home, this time without his robes on. He observed from outside that his father, Robert Greyjoy, was waiting at the door. He pushed him up against the wall, seething in anger. Do you know what time it is? You know the police are watching you? Watching this house? Relax, Dad. You know your mother's worried about you at night? Chicago isn't always nice to people. You know that. The younger Greyjoy reached into his pocket and threw him a wad of cash. It was $400. Look, this will make up for the rent that I missed. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to my room. Robert Greyjoy became impotent at the sight of the money. He just muttered. The night child followed Leonard's movement down the stairs, unbeknownst to the eyes of the elder. His room was downstairs in the basement, behind a poster-covered door. A combination of techno and metal bands lined the walls of his messy room. He put his robes in a basket of other clothing which were on his floor. The night child fully materialized inside. He started to walk towards the door, only to feel a hesitation come over him. The night child looked down and saw that his hand, Christian's hand, had materialized back into its normal form. He tried it again, but then realized the cloak's effect would not work past the bedroom door. Night child felt along the door. It was pulsing with an energy that he couldn't quite explain. The night child was suddenly greeted with Leonard Greyjoy, who had come out of his bedroom with a basket in his hands. Holy shit, you're real! Night child felt this was his chance as he grabbed at him with several tendrils of shadow. They covered his mouth and lifted him up off the floor and turned him upside down. By the time Leonard knew what was fully going on, his entire body was wrapped in tangible shadow, except for his eyes and nose. Hello, Leonard. His blue eyes seemed to stare a hole in the frightened young man. You know who I am, don't you? Greyjoy, unable to communicate in any other way, nodded in panic. Nightchild extended his fingers on his left hands to look like claws. If you ever heard Chase's story, then you know what I'm capable of. So listen to me closely, because you will not get another chance. If you scream, you forfeit your life. If you lie to me, I'll be back for you. Do we have a deal? The shadows dissipated around Leonard Greyjoy's mouth as sweat started to drip from his forehead. My god, you're real. Ch Chase wasn't lying. No shit. 
What happened to him? What, what do you mean? You know damn well what I mean. Who killed him? The night child clenched his fist as the tendrils tightened around Leonard. He winced in pain. It was a technique he was all too familiar with. Tell me what happened that night. After you left, I came by saw the aftermath of your handiwork. He was telling me that he was out. That he was pulling his support. Support from the Odo Vitalis? How? How do you know about- Never mind that. Was Chase a member? No. He was leaning, though. The night child slowly raised his hands as the light from the light bulbs downstairs started to disappear from his eyes. The only thing that he could see were the night child's menacing eyes, and he got closer to him. So, you were the one who made the phone call. Fuck, no! It wasn't me. They called his suite as if he knew he was going back out. I was just there to deliver his food! I told you to be quiet. You broke Omertra by talking to me. Aren't you afraid that you're next on the hit list? Instead of responding, he closed his eyes and started muttering something that Nightchild couldn't understand. He was about to cover Greyjoy's mouth until the Nightchild felt a sharp pain in his abdomen. He hunched over, clutching his stomach. He didn't drop Greyjoy, but he loosened the binds on him. What? What are you doing to me? Finally, the tendrils released Leonard, and the lights from the basement were visible once more. He smirked. <laughs> it's a protection spell, and it looks like it worked on something like you. I've given up nothing against my brothers. Can't take anything I see as the truth. My number one goal is to protect the Order. That's what's important. <sighs> Greyjoy tried to kick the net child when he was down, but his foot went through his ethereal body. Shock came over his face. How, how the hell? The night child did not hesitate as he slanked away from the basement window. Greyjoy shouted after him. Go ahead and run! Run, you pansy-ass motherfucker! The Order reigns supreme, and we will find you! Tales of the Night Child, Episode 3, Terror. In the cast, you heard Chris Hangel as the Night Child. Gatekeeper Mortis, played by Miguel Petroza. Federico Pastale, played by Dan Mac McCloskey. Robert Greyjoy, played by Josh Schroyer, and Leonard Greyjoy, played by Danny Atwell. Two Minutes to Midnight by Iron Maiden. Special effects by Zapsplat.com. Tales of the Night Child is a Dark Charm Media production copyright 2023. All rights reserved. <laughs>